Hey, how's it going guys? This is Love in the Valley. I'm Christian. And I'm Michaela. And today we're going through things we saved on Reddit. Woohoo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Too much. In my head it was so good. Yeah, that was, that was good. It, it was funny. That was funny. <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself off. I can help you out. I can help you out. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> So this is our first question. How do I turn off my overactive red flag radar? Help. Mm. I'm currently back in the dating scene as a 22-year-old female, and dating is so damn hard when you walk around with an overactive over <laughs> radar that picks up on so many potential red flags. I'm confused why I do this. I've been in therapy, and I've worked through a lot of issues surrounding childhood neglect that has led to my avoidant attachment style. Clearly, I need to work on this a bit more. Do you people think I should remove myself from the dating scene until I become secure attachment style? Hurt people hurt people. And I don't want to contribute to anyone else's pain when I'm working through my own. Hmm. Um, yeah, I have thoughts on this. But yeah, you go ahead. Um, so this is something, I mean, I'm not going to dive into my own stuff, but this is definitely something that I've talked about in counseling, in therapy. And I think it just really depends on what you feel comfortable with. If you feel like you aren't ready to date and that your red flag radar is just going crazy and you need time to work through that stuff, then I highly recommend just removing yourself from the dating scene. That's fine. But some at some point, you do need to put yourself out there. And I think with enough therapy, you can learn to trust yourself and trust that you'll actually see the real red flags and you'll walk away from that. That's my personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I think that you can go through traumatic moments and relationships that you start seeing all of these problems yeah. and then you start what what ends up happening with trauma is you start attaching your trauma and your events onto everybody around you mm -hmm. and onto your partners and onto these people that you're meeting so you pick up on things you are having your own reality right it's actually not what's happening or it might not be what's occurring but you're placing like a stamp on this person so they may not be doing anything that is actually harmful, but you're perceiving it as harmful. You're perceiving them as being angry at you. You're perceiving them mm -hmm. as being defensive when they actually aren't, right? There's a lot of things that could be happening. I think for this person, what I would say is much, much along the lines, like you said, um, take yourself out of the situation, work on yourself, enjoy your life, but there comes a point where you have to resensitize yourself mm -hmm. um, or rather desensitize. You have to desensitize yourself to other people and to things happening to you. So you have to actually go back in and get used to it. That's the only way yeah. it's immersion therapy almost. Yeah. Right. So you have to go back in to the water and swim a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really the only way you'll get comfortable. You'll never be comfortable with dating if you don't try dating. Yeah. It's just doing it at a time where you feel like you're safe and capable of handling it. Yeah. Would you refuse to meet up for a date because of obesity? 
some of the friends around me refuse to go on a blind date because of obesity, because they feel that they are not confident about their body. And even if they go on a date, they will not succeed. But I believe that obesity or thinness should not be the standard to define good or bad body. Everyone has their own unique beauty and should not feel unconfident because of their body shape. Will you give up dating because of your body shape? Um, so this is, this is interesting. I, <clears throat> because being someone who did experience a lot of, um, a lot of self-esteem issues mm -hmm. with my physicality and my body. Um, and I still have a little bit of, I still have a little bit of insecurity around that. And I think what it comes down to is you need to, you need to do what you feel is best for you. Like yeah. if you don't like the way you look, then there's two things you need to do. A, you need to appreciate yourself for what you do have, right? So what makes you a good person? What makes you a valuable person to yourself, to the people around you, to a potential partner? Learn to appreciate the things that you do have. And for the things that you want to work on, that you want to make better, you have to put in the work to do mm -hmm. it. So, I mean, at the end of the day, if you really love yourself as you are, then it doesn't matter, right? Um, but if you are not confident because of your weight, then that's something that you need to change. And that's just something you need to do for yourself because yes, it's, it's not exactly. for, it's not for anybody yeah. else. You're feeling that way because you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, you know, disorders aside, because you can have disorders where you look perfectly normal, but you think you look terrible or you think you're bigger, you think you're smaller. Mm -hmm. Disorders aside, I think a lot of people deal with this. I think yeah. a lot of people deal with um, being non-confident because of their extra weight. I think a bonus of the the world that we live in right now is that extra weight seems to be very in. Um, being thick. Yeah. For men and women. <laughs> thick legs, thick booty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's, it's very in. So um, I don't know. That's, I think that's the best advice I can give on that. Obviously I've never been an obese person, so I can't speak to what an obese person might be dealing with, but I can just say that there are routes you can go outside of diet and exercise. There's bariatric surgery, which is actually incredibly safe. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I would just explore your options if you want to change your image and don't feel guilty about exploring those options. Mm -hmm. Don't feel guilty about wanting to change your image mm -hmm. if that's something you want to do. It's your body, yep. your rules. I completely agree. <laughs> I don't have anything to add to that. That was so good. <laughs> All right, what do you want to do? Um... Need female insight. <laughs> I love how it says advice received. Like, oh yeah, like, like got it, it. The moment you say need female insight, I can just imagine all the women on Reddit being like, "Girl, I got you. Let's do this." No, it's a guy. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, I didn't read any of it yet. <laughs> how to have a fun and thrilling hookup? 
<laughs> I would agree, I would agree with this. What? It's not a hookup if you're actually like engaged with like talking to some I wouldn't say you're you're dating, but like it's not just a hookup. Really? I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it that. If you're building an emotional response to somebody, I don't know. That's my opinion on it. But, but if it's just casual and then you're like, bye. I guess it depends on what you want to call a hookup. You know what? I think we have a conflicting advice on this. So we, I think we should do this. Um, oh, she update. This is the update. We had fun. It was a good experience and good sex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care how it ended. <laughs> okay, how to have a fun and thrilling hookup. I met an extremely handsome guy online. He's so handsome that he's out of my league and younger too. We've talked and I feel 95% comfortable that I know who he is and that he will be a safe person to be alone with in a hotel room, naked. He has convinced me that despite all the women he could hook up with, that he really is interested sexually in me. We are on the same page about this being a one night stand with a potential to meet again if we click. We live about three hours apart and both very busy schedules, so we plan to hook up if dinner goes well. No time for social distance coffee first date. But I've honestly never done a hookup before. I've never had sex on a first date except once in college. Seeking advice about how to relax and enjoy myself. What's your advice? <laughs> well, first of all, I just want to say, um, that he said that despite all the women he could hook up with, he was sexually attracted to her. Who says that? Who's like, you know, I could hook up with so many women. It's, yeah, it's kind of a douche. Or men. It was kind of a douche say. Sorry, that just really stuck out at me. Yep. Um, yeah, it's a douche say. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, you know, like hookups are really fun if you both are relaxed and you're really into it. Um, I think maybe you just need to get him, get to know him a little bit. So maybe have a longer dinner situation um, if you're worried about being relaxed. Um, also, I would say, you know, have good communication and talk about what you're hoping will go down. Um, and, you know, just so that you feel really comfortable around this guy and you feel like you can trust him. Um, of course, if it's a hookup, you're not going to get to know him super well, but you want to feel safe with the person that you're hooking up with. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of an aside, but if it is just a hookup, make sure your friends know where you are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good advice. Um, yeah. So what I've done in the past is that I will screenshot their picture and then whenever, wherever we're going, I'll send them the address. I'll send all the information I know about this guy. It sucks, but you got to do it, right? If you don't know someone that well, just be safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, because they live apart from each other. Did she say if she three was- Three hours. Three hours right. apart. So I don't know if she said she was going to him or they were meeting in between. They didn't say. She didn't say. So if you're going somewhere, you're going to a hotel somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like make sure somebody knows where you are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you know definitely. what? You know what? If you're a guy and you're going to meet a, a girl for the first time, there's nothing wrong with doing that either. I know guys that have been catfished. Yes. So be careful. Yeah. Um. Totally. You should always be safe. I totally agree with that. Take a picture of the license plate. Yeah. If they've got yeah. a vehicle. Totally do that. Share your location. I don't know if you can do that on an Android, but you can do it on iPhone. You can do it on Snapchat. Sweet. Share your location with your friends. That's what I do. Seeking advice about how to relax and enjoy yourself. So I think A, be safe. Make sure people know where you are. Yeah. B, 
there is in this situation, there's literally no way either person is going to be 100% relaxed and comfortable. No, like, that's true. Don't set the expectation that you're going to be able to fully relax. Because I think if you have that expectation, like I need to get comfortable and I need to be relaxed and like, you know, it's just not going to work. Just don't set an expectation for yourself. Just let it flow. Like you're either going to like the person or you're not going to like the person. So yeah. Um, in a case like this, where if you've never been in a hookup before, it's probably going to be nerve wracking. You're, it's going to be nerve wracking. You're going to have to yeah. jump in the pool a little bit yeah. if you want to experience. And if you don't want to experience, then just don't do it. And you know what? Just make a boundary with yourself. If you don't feel comfortable while you're having dinner, just call it off. Even if you need to get a friend to phone you up and say there's an emergency, whatever you need to do to get out of that situation. Yep. Yeah. Help. I have a Tinder date tomorrow with a very attractive girl, and I am scared. I'm middle of the road. I don't make a lot of money. We spoke quite a bit on Tinder, exchanged phone numbers, etc., and the conversation is pretty flowing for the last week. We've set and confirmed this morning the date tomorrow night. I'm scared. She's amazingly pretty, and I'm not that special. I don't know what she sees in me. How do I stop my mind from cock-blocking myself? Or at least, what do I do so that I don't show that I like her looks too much? What do you think? Um, first of all, I mean, I don't know how this went. I feel like, I don't know. It could have gone either way, depending on the girl. But there's a good chance that this didn't go anywhere afterwards. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah. not to not to diss this guy or anything, but uh, you need to get to a place where you really don't care about what anybody else thinks of you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's nothing wrong with you. Mm -hmm. You say you're middle of the road and you don't make a lot of money. So you're, you're putting the expectation that you're not valuable to society or to a partner unless you make a lot of money uh, or, you know, you saying you're in the middle. So you're average. Again, you're putting the expectation that you don't have to offer what you think you should. Mm -hmm. So, which you shouldn't feel that way. So the only thing you have to get to a point where you don't give a shit what the person you're going out with thinks of you. Cause a, you don't know them. You don't owe them anything. They're not entitled mm -hmm. to anything from you. And yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, I would say the same thing. Um, ladies love a guy that's confident. Obviously, like, we don't expect you to be confident all the time. But it just sounds like you really don't believe in yourself. And to me, as a woman, it seems like you're desperate for her to like you. And mm. that is a huge turnoff. Mm. Women don't like men that are desperate. Um, so it just sounds like you really need to boost your own confidence first. And at the end, where you say what do I do so that I don't show that I like her looks too much? It sounds like you're just wanting to play a game here. You don't want to reveal your cards too soon, but guess what? That doesn't work in dating either. People want to know that you're attracted to them. Yeah. They want to know that you like how they, how they look. So if you're hiding that because you feel like you have more control that way, well, this isn't going to work out for you. Yeah. Probably. It's probably not going to. Yeah. It does. He did end up getting a lot of advice from this thread. So yeah. I do hope it ended up well. I just I know, so. I know from my experience feeling like this, mm -hmm. that 
when I've gone on dates in this mindset, never goes anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nothing ever goes anywhere, right? You, it's really hard to build something with somebody when you feel this way about yourself. Um, and again, it's, it's not a diss. You're not a bad person for feeling this way. No, obviously, we all have. Yeah, obviously, like your emotions are valid. Mm-hmm. What you're feeling is valid. Um, you just need to explore why you feel this way and mm-hmm. and how you can feel better about yourself and your life. Yeah. And I don't know about guys, but with women, we pick up on all these emotions that are going on underneath. Yeah, guys so, guys do too. Okay. Yeah, guys do yeah, too. Yeah, so, yeah. and again, it's not to say that those emotions are bad. It's just that it sounds like you have some stuff to work through. Yeah. All right. Boyfriend of one year ghosted me. Hello, I'm 35 female. My boyfriend, 38-year-old male of one year, ghosted me. It was out of nowhere, no reason, no explanation, just complete silence. I've called him, I've texted him, and I got no response. It's been two weeks now, and I'm holding back so much. How does one cope with this? I love him, miss him a lot. It's like the rug got pulled out underneath me. Mind you, this is the second time he does this. Oh, he's not married. He's a single bachelor. I'm having a hard time moving on. Should I wait? Should I go to his house? Should I call again? I'm hurt and heartbroken. Why would someone be so insensitive and do this? So (laughs) she said it's the second time. So now I have different opinions on this. So my boyfriend of one year goes to me. Yeah. Did she, did it happen to her or did he do this to somebody else? Yeah. Cause if it happened to her, then I would say, well, <laughs> you knew that he did that. Like the, the he, first time should be the time that you just walked away and mm-hmm. you didn't take him back. Mm-hmm. Um, but if she's saying he's done this to somebody else. That's still kind of a. Yeah, I would. That's a sh- that's a huge red. When Somebody- you when you've dated someone for one year, one whole year, and you just ghost them, that's really bad. Yeah, if he did this to somebody else, either she, way, and she knew about it, then I don't know. Like, I I would be really concerned at that person's behavior. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, she's asking how does okay. she how to cope with this, right? So instead of you know, slamming, bash, her. slamming her, we should probably. I'm really sorry. Um, <laughs> but that's, that's good advice. Like, I don't want to slam somebody, but for other people to know, like, this is, this is good advice. If you know, someone has be ghosting behavior, that's a massive red flag that you should stay away from because mm-hmm. that means they have really poor communication skills and they avoid conflict. They avoid conflict and they don't have empathy for others respect yeah so i mean that's one reason if you know somebody who's doing that or somebody who's done that to you like just don't engage with them it's Mm -mm. it's not worth it because it will lead to bad things down the road and you know what obvious trick 4147 we've all done stupid shit so we're not judging you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, i've stayed in relationships for oh yeah with well there was that one person we both know who that person was yeah, that was in a good, in a good situation. <laughs> um, but how, okay, so how do you cope with somebody who's ghosted you? In this case, I don't blame her for feeling 
how no, she feels. Because of course not. After a year and your partner just disappeared. That would be true. That's traumatic. That's, I don't even know how I would deal. Like that's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's that's actually like I would be sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I would be so heartbroken. Yeah, that's a traumatic moment. Like yeah, you're yeah. emotionally overloaded. Um and I can't blame anybody for feeling really, really confused. Um, I don't know. If it was me, I probably would be someone who would, if they're not returning the calls, I would show up at the house. I, I actually don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like if they're not, if they just disappear, they don't message you, they don't call you. Um, I would 100% show up at their house after a year of dating. Oh, yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. You have every right yeah. to show up and be like, what is going on? Like, you know, are you alive? Like, that's the other thing that I would be thinking, like, are they okay? <laughs> so I would just want to like, make sure that everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, again, she said he's done it before. So she probably knows what's happening in this situation. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would keep calling him because he's He's he can ignore your phone calls. No, I would he just can't ignore you when you go to his house. So. Yeah, after like if if it's like one week, two weeks, and they don't respond to you at all, I would show up at the place, mm -hmm. and you know hopefully it doesn't escalate to a bad situation. But I would do that. Mm -hmm. I would feel like that other person, like at the end of the day, nobody's really entitled to anything, right? At the same time, not being a shitty person is really important to just a functioning society. So, yeah. so <laughs> you know. Um, well, and she said, why would someone be so insensitive and do this? Unfortunately, there are really horrible people in the world. Yeah. And yeah. So, and, I, and I don't know the full situation. So maybe he just has like a lot of trauma that he hasn't dealt with. And he's not like an asshole. You know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to say? Yep. But like people do really shitty things. Yeah. And that's just the nature of this world. It doesn't make it any better. And I would suggest how to cope with it. Um, well, I haven't been in that specific situation, but I would probably be going to some sort of therapy because I can imagine that this would be really difficult emotionally to process. Yeah. This, so I would definitely be going to some sort of therapy. That, that's a big one. If it's, if it's affordable, I would be going to a therapist. Yeah. I feel like in this case... I would end up being a person who would would not be able to wrap my head around this fully. Oh, and I would no. be talking to my friends all oh, the time. Yeah. And that's too draining for your friends, honestly, a situation like they this. They can't really help you. Yeah, that. they can't really help you either. So, um, I mean, you might have a really good friend who could talk you through it and, and give you some good perspective and that kind of stuff. But um, it also is that's it's a big load for people to handle. Right. So. Well, and I think a therapist. The, they're trained to help you process these emotions and sometimes things like this situation can become just ingrained in you you can internalize it without mm. really realizing it and it would be totally understandable if this situation affected you later on so that's another reason why seeing a therapist would be really helpful yeah you um because i think this would affect me for sure. And that would, how that would affect anybody. Yeah, like how I would go into dating after this relationship. Yeah. yeah, totally. You could definitely develop this could in some people you could develop like an abandonment issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. For yeah, sure. Of course. It, yeah. I'm sorry that happened to you. That's Awful. really shitty. Awful.
So drop us a like if you think this guy's an asshole. <laughs> and a comment if you have any other advice that we haven't mentioned. Or, I mean, I really hope you haven't been in this situation. But if you have, maybe you can share your experience and how you coped with it. He is an asshole. That, yeah. <laughs> Okay, that is it for what we've saved on Reddit. Feel free to subscribe to our own Reddit account and you can submit your stories there. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, cheers guys. Bye.